Hey friends and family, thanks for joining the fourth episode of the Living on Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brayden Ward, and today we have special guest, Hannah Baugh. Today we dive into short-term missions. Is it harmful? Is it beneficial? And Hannah helps us answer these questions. What's up, podcast world? It's your boy, Brayden, along with Hannah Baugh today. Hannah, you there? Hey, what's up? It's good to it's good to have you on. Thanks for joining, Hannah. Thanks for having me, B. Or yeah, wait, really. hey, can I call you B here? This is what I usually call you, but uh, do I need to be official and call you Brayden? No, I, I try to keep it one hundred here. Definitely call me B. That's my nickname. Um, I know if if Bethany Tugwell is listening, she always says <laughs> that her nickname is B, but that's actually my nickname. So I'm really glad you called me B because I can just prove to her that that is my nickname. Okay, well, let's set it straight for the record. If she, Bethany, if you're listening, even if she's not, Bethany, Bethany is the queen bee, B E E. I always refer to, I always refer to you just as as B, just the letter. So, Bethany, he's plain B, and you're queen B. Okay. All right. Well, this backfired really dramatically. <laughs> let's talk about like Jesus or something. What's else, new? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you guys don't know, Hannah and I work alongside of each other. So we work for Love Africa Mission together. Um, I'm her boss. I'm just kidding. That's not, not sure not who true. holds whose hand. We are but on yes. the same <laughs> level. Exactly. Uh, we argue every day about who's in charge. Um, no, Hannah well, has. I don't argue with you. Do you argue? <laughs> Hannah pretty much um, added me on to Love Africa. And so I'm very grateful. I was an intern this summer with Love Africa. And she, after I came back from uh, to the States, um, she asked me to come for an interview and um, was a big influence in me coming to Love Africa. So really, really excited to have Hannah on just because of her wisdom and her um, just ability to love people super well. Um, I think she has really great insight, especially when it comes to missions. So I'm really excited to talk about missions today. It's really kind of you, Brayden. I can tell you any anything that um, insight or wisdom, as you call it, is definitely the lord <laughs> it's definitely the holy spirit that's it's for sure not me but thank you that's kind of yeah. you <clears throat> yeah so hannah you've been yes you, know, you lived in kenya for a long time um well for a few years you know you come back mm-hmm. you've been on several short-term mission trips um i guess you know one thing that i've battled before in my life is why do we go on short-term missions when you can just serve locally where you're at hmm. yeah great question i think it's it's one that I've often heard, often even asked. It's a, it's a great question. I think part of it, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kind of break it down two parts. So first, I think that there really isn't, to put in the words of, of a friend, there really isn't anything that is short-term missions. Uh, missions is long-term. Uh, we, right, like Jesus left us with the commission to go and make disciples or as directly translated, make disciples as you're going. And so to, to, to think about missions as a short-term endeavor is actually to think about it in an unbiblical way. Mm. Um, so to in, we can engage in a mission trip um, in going overseas and serving overseas with a church or missionaries for a short period of time. But I, I would arguably say that the, to, to go and serve on a mission trip, which is the second part, it should only be out of the overflow of what we're already doing locally. Mm. 
Mm. So if, if you're not engaged with living missionally, being involved in knowing Jesus and making him known right where your feet are and right in the community where you're at, my question to you is then why, why do you need a geographical change? Um, because something, it, there's nothing magic that happens by getting on an airplane, flying to a country where you've never been, and all the all of a sudden you just start sharing the gospel and sharing Jesus. Um, and so to, to go on an overseas mission trip, uh, and why do we do that when we can serve locally? Well, I would hope that you're already serving locally and going on a short-term trip would be out of the overflow. Mm. That is awesome. So we don't just go, Hannah, as like, oh, we see these poor African kids and we know all the right answers. And so we just go over there. But we're actually serving daily where we're at. And it's just a part of the mission. It's just along the journey. I love that. I love how you said that. Um, You know, Hannah, when I was a junior in college, I actually did a presentation. uh, And the presentation was on why short-term missions are harmful. It's really funny Mm -hmm. because now I work for you know, organization. Um, How do you do short-term missions without it being harmful? Yeah. (laughs) Another really great question. I think something that, that we should, we should ask ourselves regularly, especially as we, you know, are part of the leadership of a missions organization that takes teams short term. It, in one of the ways um, that we can, we can go and serve without being harmful is to go and enter with a spirit of humility, not assuming that because we have come that we have brought Jesus or that God has arrived. And that sounds like a very like, I would never say that. Okay, you might not say it, but what is your what is your posture of heart? What is your tone of attitude when you're going and, and what's your motivation for why you're going? Because newsflash, Africa doesn't need you. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> Europe doesn't need you, quite frankly, like God doesn't need us, but he will use us if we say yes to him and, and go and serve as he has called us to. And so how can we do short-term missions or go on a short-term trip without being harmful? I, I think a lot of it has to do with entering other people's worlds in the same way that Jesus entered ours. And that was as a servant who humbled himself and said, I'm going to come serve you and I'm going to come enter your world. Um, not, not thinking I, I know what you need, but, but by simply saying, Hey, I want to meet you where you're at. Mm-hmm. I think that is so great. I think one of the most important things also is, is valuing, you know, their, their culture when serving. Yeah. And all, all, oftentimes I think we think about a lot of times we think we're going to go, we're going to go serve. We're gonna, we know all the answers, but rather uh, I think also America puts out this whole presentation to the rest of the world because we're so entertainment driven, um, which mm. honestly it is so much harder to be a believer here in America than it is anywhere else because you have all these distractions, entertainment movies. I've had people in can Africa say, can, ask, can, can you say that louder for the people in the back, please? <laughs> I've had people before <laughs> I've been in Africa and they've asked me what movies I've been in because we scream that like all we do is entertainment. And we also like people think wow. that we live like wow. Kim Kardashian, you know? And so <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. also going and reversing that and saying, like you know no we don't live like that and you know what like we are just Mm -hmm. we're sinful just like you 
like you and me, we are the same. And I mean, I remember vividly too being a part of Oasis and shit, or an orphanage. And one of the girls was there and she was like, I wish I had your skin. And like being mm. able to go and say, oh. no, 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 you're beautiful the way wow. you are. Yes. Um, so you, you know, can you dive in a little bit more, Hannah, on like how we can value <laughs> their culture when serving? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think if we just seek to value culture, we we miss the mark a little bit because part of what makes a culture a culture is the people within it. And mm-hmm. so if we're not valuing, valuing the people who, AKA, <laughs> they are also fellow image bearers in the sense of we both image and both reflect, or, or rather both reflect the God in whose image we're made like, right? And so to, to realize just because externally and circumstantially we may have very little in common we we are we are made from the same consistency mm-hmm. dust <laughs> and so maybe you know my skin might be lighter than your skin and we're both americans right just because someone has darker skin doesn't mean that they're that different from you yeah Right. Or, or just because their culture is different. And so I actually think that when we talk about valuing culture, that we have to talk about valuing people and, and the beauty of that culture, because culture becomes what it is by the people who live within it and make it what it is. Right. Mm. And so um, culture can be a lot of different things. Um, but specifically when we're talking about going on mission and how do we value someone's culture, well, we value the people who are a part of that culture because without people, there is no, there is no culture. So for instance, yeah, mm-hmm. you said I, you know, I, I did, I've had a number of opportunities to go to Kenya and even live there. And I honestly, the friends and, and those who have become like family have so impacted my life and so changed my life. And one of the things that, that I was so changed by was how they valued relationship and how they Mm -hmm. valued each other. And so in America, we're a very individualistic society and it's very much a, a, a me and I type of mentality. Whereas uh, for many African countries and in Kenya, it's a we and us. And so what, what they taught me was don't just think about yourself selfishly and singularly, but think about yourself in connection with your family, with your community, with the people that you're doing life with. Mm -hmm. And so to answer your question, how do we value culture? Well, we value the people within it that make the culture what it is. And so you'll, you'll hear often, you know, or uh, we've both experienced by being there, you know, African culture as it relates to time. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a concept, right? Like Africans, yeah. uh, I've heard them say, you Americans, you have watches, we have time. And so what they mean by that is like, we value this person that we're in relationship with and, and in a conversation with, and I'm not going to just rush off from this thing to go to, to, to the next thing. And so they're very much more relationally oriented as opposed to task oriented. Yeah. 
So and, uh, how do we value their culture? We value it by knowing what they say is valuable and by learning. Because everything that I've just said about Kenyan culture, it took me stepping in and saying, hey, tell me more about yourself. And not just assuming that they didn't know things or that, that, that I couldn't learn from them. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's great. I think, you know, thinking about what you're talking about, I was thinking about how I was in Kenya and how I learned more in that time period about just the image of God and how he's created each person bec- uh, like mm. in his image. Yet a lot mm-hmm. of times it's so easy to get caught up here and like just having a quick look and maybe stereotyping or thinking, you know, something and we're not even building relationships with the people around us, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they're mm-hmm. so relational mm-hmm. there and they really cared about each person and like their heart, you know, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was a huge influence on, on me. Um, Hannah, thank you for answering that really well. Um, I, I do have one more question for you. If sure. you know, and, and I'm kind of coming at this from a different perspective, but like, why, why should I go um, to Africa? Like what's, you know, why can't I just serve here? Like, why should I take the next step and go on a mission trip? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of full circle back around to part of my answer to the, to the first question was, I think you should go out of an overflow. Um, because, because going hands down, it will grow your faith. (laughs) It just will. And, and I, I would say one of the reasons that I encourage people to go is, man, getting to go and to step into another person's world, we can get to experience what it's like to, for Jesus to have entered our world, right? Completely different, but yet there is a semblance of exiting our world and everything that we know and entering another's world for, for the sake of the gospel and for helping them to know more about, about Christ, but not only helping them, they will help us. And so if you want to continue to grow your faith, if you want to continue to know God more in a, a, a more holistic way and in, in having a, a broader worldview by experience and not just knowledge, then pray about it. Say, like, Lord, could I have this opportunity? And, 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 and just ask the Lord, like, hey, could I have this opportunity to go and serve? But um, just know that in your going, (laughs) you will be changed. Um, And and a lot of times that's, that is sometimes why we have the opportunity to go and serve is just the beauty of getting to know we will be with these people in heaven one day. If indeed that is, that is where we're both headed. Well, we're all brothers and sisters anyway. Like if God is our father, then we're all brothers and sisters. And mm-hmm. either we already are or, or we're invited into the family. And so absolutely go to love and share the love, go to love and show Jesus, but also go if you want to grow your own faith with the Lord. Yeah. And I think uh, you stated that really well. And, you know, you and I have also gotten to see those people that have taken that step to go on a mission trip or just, you know, be a part of a trip and they come back 
and with the passion to serve right where they are at a, at a stronger mm. level to see their faith, mm-hmm. to see them mm-hmm. a part of like this community and, and wanting to dive into the local church. And, um, you know, I can think of several people throughout the summer that I served with or the winter that are now back mm. and I get encouraging texts saying, man, you know, how impactful that was because I was really mm. influenced by them and it was away from distraction and saw what it really looks like to abide in Christ while I was there or, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. who's really impacted in a lot of ways. And so, Hannah, uh, thank you so much for being on um, with us for the, the Living on Mission podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, reach out to Hannah or I, Hannah or I as Please well. Do. I will be happy to answer. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Pete.